My name is Jeremy. In my preteen years, before I learned what a tabletop RPG was, I created what I called paper games to play with my friends, and recorded them in spiral-bound notebooks. Now, my wife Anastasia and I are reopening these notebooks to try out these childhood games as adults. Join us on our spiral-bound adventure. Hi. Hello. We hope that you enjoyed Elements. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I enjoyed winning. Even though we did cheat a little bit. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, it was our own rules. You can't cheat your own rules. That's fair, I suppose. But now that that's done, it's time for us to move on to a new game. Moving on, moving up. Is it better? I mean, better is pretty relative. I, this is It's definitely more in-depth. There's more than just taking turns punching each other, so... (laughs) Although... (laughs) That has its own Not that much more. Oh, really? Oh, no. Okay, that's fine. But, to introduce it, the next game in my notebook, if we're going chronologically, is Mystical Quest. Whoa! That's video game inspired, that title. Yeah. But that, I mean, that sounds like a bad video game. That definitely sounds like some bargain bin fodder. Like, What's a quest I, video game? Is there, like, the blank quest? Um, King's Quest is, is a so, game. Is that something you would have been playing? No, King's Quest is kind of predates me a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anything I would have played as a kid that has quest in the title. Chuck's Quest? You got it. That's true. <laughs> I did play plenty of Chess Quest. Uh, the best game. The Chess Quest was the first FPS game that I had played. Um, probably mine too. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> it's probably the only one for was, you. <laughs> if that was your first one, it was probably my first one. Considering that you're a little older and played a large amount of video games. Yeah. Especially in comparison to my small video game world. This um, is not particularly like Chex Quest, okay. though. This uh, is. Chex, I don't get to have a spoon as a weapon. No, sorry. <laughs> um, this is a fantasy game. It, In many ways, this is closer to a role-playing game than what we played before. Because this actually has, like, mapped out levels that you're exploring with different items and spells to collect mm. and stuff. <gasps> Do you get to search rooms? That's my favorite part of... Kind of? I mean, not really. You're not going to, like, roll a search check or anything. Okay. But... Do you get to find treasure? Yes. Oh! You will be finding treasure. That's my favorite thing. So, well, first of all, why don't I start by reading... I actually wrote a storyline for this oh. one. So I can just read that to introduce Hot the day. game. In a faraway land, the orc king has taken over the king's palace. You, a young elf warrior, have been called on to save him. The end. That's it. <laughs> it's pretty bare bones. Um, so orcs and elves were not something I thought about at a young age. Was this be, like Lord of the Rings? I'm just curious. Yeah, Sorry. this it's just probably so different from anything I would have thought about as a kid. I would imagine this was probably post Fellowship of the Ring, at least. You know, oh, this the is, movie. I would think so because uh, that came out what in like I I I saw it as an like an adult. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, I would assume this is. 
because it definitely has some Lord of the Rings elements in yeah. there. Um, this is definitely like maximum fantasy, you know? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm a young elf. You're a young elf warrior. Ooh. You've been called on to save... Well, you've been called on to stop the orc king who has taken over the king's palace. The elf's king's palace? I guess. It doesn't specify. Okay. Maybe. There's also not an apostrophe, so it might just be a palace for multiple kings. Yeah. Like one ring. <laughs> like what? Um, nothing. I was trying to make a Lord of the Rings joke, but I don't have a very good working understanding. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so again... Wait. Oh, sorry. Do I get to create a character, like, in D&D? Like, I know I'm my elf warrior, but do I pick my name and... I'm going to say yes. Like, there's, it's not going to affect the game at all, mm-hmm. but you can totally do that. You can mm-hmm. totally make your character whatever you want them to be. It's just not going to affect the gameplay. Okay. Sure. Which, the gameplay in this, once again, it is very combat-focused. I mean, I kind of based these on video games, and the kinds of video games that I played mostly were very combat-focused. But this one is going to be a little more interesting because... You have more things you can do, you have mm-hmm. multiple weapons, you have different magic spells that you can use, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be different paths you can take and NPCs to interact with, so it's going to be a lot more varied than Elements was, which is literally just back and forth combat and that's it, that's the whole game. Yeah, cool. I'm down for that. Because mm-hmm. I ran out of ways to think of how to punch people. Yeah. Like, after, like, five punches. Yeah, this will help you along, because, like, every once in a while you'll find a new sword or something. Yeah. Do I get a bow? Uh, you might. Mm. If you find a bow. Okay, I'll look for a bow. Cool. Already ready. Nice. To explain how the game's kind of going to be played, um, based on what's in the notebook, it it's totally unclear. There's <laughs> numbers on things, mm. but there's no context for what that would be, like what that would actually like a, mean. Like in a point system kind of number, like... Yeah, there's just, like, this is three, this is five, like, for different enemies. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what that means is the problem. Um, And if it's just, like, it's possible it's using the same, like, number-picking system as elements, but that those numbers mean how many hits you'd have to get, in which case, this game is just going to be unplayable, and the odds are so stacked against you, you would Uh, never make it through a level. Yeah, considering when the odds were stacked in my favor, I died. (laughs) Yeah, because there's still, like, a pretty good chance that... You know, you'll get a few hits now and then. Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of come up with a new system that incorporates these numbers to try and, you know, take what I had made as a kid, but actually make it a playable game that we can actually play for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So what I came up with is it's, um, we're going to be rolling dice. Yes. Uh, we're going to use just six-sided dice. And so... Two of them? Uh, no. We're going to use a lot of them. Oh. So the numbers are going to correspond with how many dice oh. get rolled. Wow. And Some so equipment... Yeah. So equipment will affect those. So how it's going to work, you're not just adding up all the dice. It's if a die comes up as a six, mm-hmm. that's a hit. And we're going to do, like, when two people face off, the attacker and the defender roll at the same time. And so as the attacker you need to roll more sixes than the defender in order to hit them and do damage. Okay. So, like, eight is a dragon. Mm-hmm. 
And two is a goblin. Yeah. And so I'd only get two dice. No, no, no. That's how many dice they get. Oh. You get however many dice you get, which is, is okay. going to be, your your base number is going to be five. Okay. And then Ooh, equipment will improve that. I'm really close to dragon. Yeah. But here's the thing. Everything here just has one number. And so I've decided that number is going to be both... Well, it's going to be everything, basically. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be just your total power. So it's going to be your attack. Mm. It's going to be your defense. It's also going to be your health. So as things take damage, they roll less dice because they get weaker. I see. So we'll try it out. You know, I'm reserving the right to just change the rules on the fly if they're not working because it's not been tested at all. Right. I mean, we want to actually play this. Right. And exposing the flaws, I feel like it's an interesting part of it, but then we have to adapt to them to continue playing it. Yeah. So this this really is my best attempt at preserving what I had made as a kid, but mm-hmm. actually making it something we can play. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. And so yeah, there's actual levels mapped out with enemies and little intros, and it is very video gamey. So there's actually checkpoints and stuff. Oh. Um, you know, it's not really laid out like a role playing game would be, where it's very open ended. I mean, you're essentially oh, choosing different paths through a level. And fighting enemies. And I can win. Do you feel like, is there a win to this? Yeah, you get to the end of all the levels. Uh Which I did not make many of, as it turns out. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, there's like two. So, uh, but I think they'll take a little bit to get through. And it should be interesting. But yeah, there's not many. I like didn't make a full game with a full storyline. I like had the idea, and then it didn't um, get very far. Hmm. Should we talk about what it looks like? I know you probably don't want to expose the well. This one, I it's levels to it's me? less visual, I, right? I mean, this one because the person playing wouldn't be seeing the levels. It would pretty much be all description. It would be more like. Can I see the first page at least, where it shows? I just want to. I want to delve into your beautiful art a little. It's great for a podcast. Just a little. So, effort wise. More. More effort than the last one, don't you think, in the drawing? Yeah, and which all the drawing is just icons. It's not like I've drawn out characters or stuff. It's just things to represent it. I, like, made a sheet of, here's all the possible enemies, here's all the possible items, and so then I would just draw those icons on the level maps, So and then I could just reference <laughs> here, is how it kind of worked. I studied the icon, so Challenger uh-huh. is, a, is an enemy. And its icon is the word challenge with an exclamation point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's my I don't know one. why I thought that was... Um... Oh my gosh. This is so funny. Just the the hardest enemy. So there's dragon. You would think that'd be probably you're, difficult. No, you're, that's a four. No way! That's a, a nine! It's a four. Look, see how it's like this four? Oh. Yeah. Wow. You should write better. I mean, I, sh- I should, yes. I mean, I did get better. Oh, man. That would be so funny, because it's giant bat. Which, like, you know, it's difficult, but just, like, above... Above a dragon. Dragon and a sorcerer and a sea serpent. Like, giant bat. The ultimate enemy. Yeah. Got a lot of helmets. Oh, you didn't you didn't draw a elf. No, I, I mean, all of these drawings are for me. They're not for anyone else to see. They're just supposed to be icons 
for the levels. So there was no reason to draw what the player so character this looks is a like. Key for the map. Yeah, that's oh, all it is. Is it? It's just like if you were looking at like a mini map uh, on a video game kind of thing. Gotcha. What's Challenger? I don't know. That's like the one part that I just don't know what <laughs> happens if you reach that, so I'll have to figure that out. Too bad you didn't draw a real icon. It might have been helpful. Maybe. Yeah, I don't understand, like, what is Challenger supposed to be as opposed to any other enemy? I don't know. It's so funny with this, like, I am the person, you know this well, that when you're having a conversation, you'd be like, oh, I don't know what this means. I'm like, well... We can Google this, and I Google it, and I, like, don't let it go until I've figured out the truth uh-huh. in, like, all conversations. <laughs> but we can't know. There's no, no way. There's no more this information besides what we have. Yeah, yeah. nothing else so exists. it's just funny to, like, have something in a game situation and be like, ah, oh, I don't know what this is, and have absolutely new, no resources to be able to sort it out. Because typically, those are available, and it's in the palm of my hand. But yeah. here, it's just like, nope. This is it. That's all you get. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I was like, how does this game work? Well, I don't know. There's just numbers. So how does the game work? I'm going to walk through the level Uh as the warrior. Yes. What do I do? You fight things. You collect treasure. So I just treasure. encounter. I just wonder, like, how how are decisions made? You know, like a D&D. Okay. So does it work like... I enter a room, you're like, you'd see two hallways, a left hallway and a right hallway, they're both dark. And I'm like, okay, I go down the dark right hallway, and I look around. Basically, Isn't that yeah. kind of what mm-hmm. it is? But yeah. I'm not, I'm not rolling for success besides in battle. Correct. Okay, so I can just be like, I want to enter this room and get everything here. Yeah. And you're like, congratulations, you've achieved that. Right. Okay. <laughs> How much creativity do I have with it? Should I keep it like... Not push the boundaries at all? I mean, you can be creative with it, for sure. Especially with, like, if you get some spells. But obviously you can't do something like, ooh, I'm gonna just sneak past this enemy, because there's no way to roll for that and determine success. Gotcha. You would need to just fight the enemy. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, try it. Yeah, go ahead and, and try and be as creative as you want, and I'll game. try and figure it out. Okay. <laughs> So would this be a group setting game like D&D? No. It's, you're an elf warrior. It's one person. Yeah, that's true. Do you just hit me? And I honestly, I don't know if this was ever played or not. I think it was probably played once, but I don't have, like, a record of that. So, like, unlike Elements where you can be like, oh, look at these characters that other people made. And so I know specifically that people did play it. Here, I really don't know. And you have memories know. of it, too. Yeah. And here, you don't really remember playing it. I think I think I played it at least once, but I don't have, like, a specific memory. Gotcha. Is that is that a theme that we're going to see? That, that the rest of your games were pretty short-term? Unlike Elements, which I feel like had a, was a little bit longer standing? Yeah, for sure. I mean, most of these games were made in a day and probably played once. Gotcha. So... We're giving them way more time than I actually did as a child. <laughs> what else should we say about it? Do you have any questions about it? Well, it's hard. I can't really, like, access it because it's secret. Well, yeah. You can't see the levels. I know. And you could cheat. Hmm. Sometimes I'm home and you're not home. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> could take a sneak peek. Do you see a particular video game in this? Uh, there's definitely some Zelda in there. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, of course. That's your dream. You're like a little, your little elf dude. Mm, um, a young elf warrior. Yeah. That describes Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> or Link. Gosh, dang it. Well, I mean, describes the game, the game Zelda. Zelda, which was what I was saying. I wasn't <laughs> referring to the character. Yeah, there's definitely some of that, which actually, like, by the time I made this, Zelda wasn't really a series I'd gotten into. I hadn't really played much of it, but it, you know, I knew enough of it that it kind of made its way into here. So it's like a little Zelda, a little Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Which those combo well. Yeah, sure. I mean, fantasy is fantasy. Like, it's people running around with swords and magic. I mean, you can't get more generic fantasy than something called Mystical Quest. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's literally the most generic name. You, I, it, I would dare anyone to try and come up with a more generic name for a fantasy game, besides literally fantasy game. They're basically just synonyms of fantasy in a synonym of game, in a way. Yeah. What age is this? Um, I mean, like, probably 10 or 11, I'd have to say. Man, you put a lot of effort in. What do you mean? Like, drew a lot of little symbols or something you were going to play once. I had a lot of free time as a child, is the thing. (laughs) And I played a lot of video games, and I was like, what if I made my own games? But I didn't know how to make video games, so I just made paper games instead. Mm -hmm. I guess we haven't mentioned this, and we don't. Have we mentioned this? That you were homeschooled? I don't think that we had mentioned it previously. Because I think that it is... A factor in this, but I was in school all day. Right, <laughs> at that I know. age, and you weren't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was doing school for like three hours out of the day, and then otherwise pretty much free to do whatever. And yeah. this is what I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, were the people you were playing with homeschooled too? Yeah, probably. Probably mostly, not entirely. I had some friends who went to public school. Ooh, public school. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> surprise! You're allowed to hang out with that those, rowdy those crew. Bad kids. Yeah. But, yeah, probably mostly would be homeschooled friends, and then um, my younger brother as well. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get your older brother to play? No, nah, he was too cool for that. He was too much older than yeah, me. Yeah, I know. Not interested. Wasn't until he started playing D&D that we were, like, gaming together. Do you feel like you could keep pace in D&D when you were that much younger? Yeah, Oh. Yeah, it was fine. He didn't know the rules either, so it was, like, totally fine. It, gotcha. was, it was all Calvin Ball, you know? No. What is that? It was all Ca- what? Calvin Ball? Mm-hmm. Like, Calvin and Hobbes, how they play Calvin Ball, where they make up the rules as they go. So now it's a term for, like, when you're just making up the rules as you play something. Gotcha. You read a lot of Calvin I've and Hobbes. I've read a lot of Calvin. It just... These things just don't stick in my brain the same way... They do for you, or my brother, or your brothers. I don't know. There's just a difference. Like, I can't just quote things, or have a strong visual memory and get a lot of references. Yeah. Even to things I was exposed to, which is limited. I know. The one thing I was exposed to in life is Calvin and Hobbes. Like, I read all of those. Yeah. And I I don't remember them that well. I remember the feeling it gave me. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, just pop culture, like, really sticks in my head, and it doesn't for you. But the thing is, you can remember things like names and (laughs) dates, things that you have on your schedule, just basic information to live your life by, and I'm just like, well... I remember in the second season of Batman Beyond when, and like, who cares? Who who won't needs that information? <laughs> Apparently, your brain does. Yeah, that's fine. That's why we're a good team. 
Um, but yeah, uh, so I had a lot of time to make these games. The funny thing with this is, like, so, as you might expect, like, homeschooled kid probably means very conservative Christian family. Like, and you're right. not as... Correct. Not, not like, oh, that's true always, because I, I knew people that that wasn't the case, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, nine times out of ten, I've that's the case. I've seen their names in the... I know they play these games. Yeah. And so it's funny, because, like, anything that was, like, ooh, magic and sorcery, mom was like, no, not allowed, like, not in my house. Uh-huh, not, none of that devil worship. Yeah, but, like, this is all that, <laughs> like, this is all just, like, magic, and you're fighting sorcerers and dragons and stuff and so like that was something that she has like this super conservative christian homeschooling mother would would have been like super against like i wouldn't have been able to own this video game Uh but but i guess i just made my own like that was my way of just getting around it i didn't think about that this is like kind of rebellious yeah i didn't thought about it either until you know i was looking through this notebook again and i was like you know, I really would not have been allowed to play this in reality. And so you would have gotten in trouble if you, if your mom saw this. She would have been like, you can't do this. I guess. Yeah, maybe. She probably would have been, like, straight nervous. Like, she's better now. But she <laughs> yeah, used she, to be, like... She got over it. She's, yeah. But she was into that satanic panic, for sure. And, I mean, it was a phase a lot of parents went through at that time not at that time a lot of people went through it in the 80s and like early 90s not in like the the <laughs> 2001 yeah that's true um but she would have been like i feel like she would have been genuinely concerned to see oh. you building a little sorcery game for sure i remember when i was like um 15 and i was reading the Dork Tower comics, which were, uh-uh. it, it was a, a comic strip made by, um, Steve Jackson Games, I think. So, like, you know Munchkin? The game? The card game? Yeah. That we've played? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, like, it's that same kind of artwork, because it's oh, the same artists uh, and uh. stuff. I hope I'm getting that right, otherwise we'll cut this, but, um, <laughs> but so it's, it's, literally just, like, comics about people who are, like, nerdy and play computer games and role-playing games and stuff. And I was reading that, and, like, the volume I was reading was Dork Covenant, it was mm. called. And my mom saw that, and she thought it said, she thought I was reading something called Dark Covenant. Oh. I was, like, upset. I was, like, no, it's, it's Dork Covenant. Like, it's, like, a joke. Uh-huh. And she was, like, still upset. That's funny. And I was, like, 15 yeah. by that point, oh, no. and there's nothing uncouth about this book. Like, it was literally just... Like, I was reading Foxtrot or something. It was, Uh like, the same thing. So, yeah, she was pretty intense about it. I remember once that my uh, younger brother, his friend had given him some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like, let's play Yu-Gi-Oh. Here, you can have some cards and keep these and, like, build a deck. She saw them and was like, what are these? (laughs) Was like, you will not be playing this game what is this? Wizards? Dragons? Don't bring this into my home. Like, she was so upset at him. It was like, it's flipping Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, it's just, it's the most harmless thing. Like, the worst thing that's gonna happen is your kid's gonna waste his allowance money on this dumb game. Yeah. Like, he's not gonna become a Satanist. A city. I remember one thing from my mom getting upset of that, like, was nothing but how to act like it was a big deal similar 
but very different memory was that somebody used the van that my parents had because it was used for a lot of stuff in theater because my parents were really involved in the high school's theater and so their van got used for things and I was in the van and my friend was in the van and he was driving it to get set supplies and he left a country cd in the van and later my mom was like what is this and I'm like it's my friends I just he lo- I'm holding it for my friend because she hates country music so much <laughs> that she was like no country music in my van like I got like she was straight was like upset she thought I was listening to country yeah. music and like if she would have found like a Marilyn Manson cd she would have been like uh, it's whatever. It's I mean, fine. basically, any other kind of music probably would have been yeah, a big deal. Like, Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> she got so mad. I had to be like, "It's my friends." Yeah, it's interesting how parents just like pick certain things to ban. I mean, country music at that time. I don't know how it is now because I just am not really exposed to it. Pop country music was very annoying. Oh, sure. I don't so disagree like, with her musical preferences. She's like, please, no. Yeah. Anything else. But, I mean, she had a really big Maroon 5 phase, so. Mm. Mm-hmm. It happens to everyone, I guess. <laughs> so, can't always have the best taste. Sometimes things just grab you. Yeah. All right, well, is there anything else that we should say about this game or the podcast in general? Um. Well, I'm glad this game... No longer upsets your mom, I'm sure. Yeah, I that mean, we're not we're she, not living in sin here. We're playing this. Yeah, she did. She did get over it eventually. She does not care about people playing fantasy games now. Thankfully, <laughs> His, her adult children. Yeah, um, she probably still has a thing against Harry Potter for some reason. Oh, do you think so? I oh, think they just went to Harry Potter World. It's true. She let her grandson into Harry Potter. Yeah, that's world. true. Maybe she is over it. That's good. Um, I think my mom still hates country music. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but I'm glad that this game gets another run at life. Should be fun. Should be good. Fun for both of us. Unlike Elements, which you had a pretty clear idea of everything that was going to happen. This is totally up in the air. Yeah. Cool. I'll get into my elf character warrior. Can I be a girl? Yeah, okay. absolutely. You it doesn't make, say a boy. It just says an elf warrior. Yeah. I will defeat the orc king. I will be the ruler of the castle. No, I won't. That's not part of the plan. I will allow my king. It, it's a pretty open-ended story. It just <laughs> says you're trying to take out the orc king. Also, you won't get there because there's only two levels. Oh, really? Ah, oh, man. I was amped. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe we'll make up a little bit after... The first two levels, if it goes well. Okay. At least enough that I defeat the War King. That's a must. Yeah. That's what I set out to do. You wrote that down. We need to follow through with what you, your little kid self wanted. That's okay. all you wrote down. <laughs> we might as well make it true. <laughs> true. Yeah, we can come up with a conclusion. Good. Well, tune in next time for an episode that probably won't have that conclusion. Unless this is a very quick game. So we'll see you next time on the next episode of Spiral Bound Adventure, where we play Mystical Quest. It's a bad name. It's a bad name. You can find us on Twitter at SpiralBoundPod. You can email us at SpiralBoundPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find all the information on our show at SpiralBoundAdventure.wordpress.com. And our theme song is Captions by Notes and Scratches. 
Anything else to say? Bye. Goodbye. Thank you.